Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top 5 Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? It's Life Logistics again. We're here to uh, help you. If you've got a problem, we'll try and solve it. If you just want to ask us anything at all about anything, we'll answer you. Do I you thought know you were I mean? going to start rapping then, because isn't that a line from Vanilla Rice's Ice Ice Baby? What was? What did if I say? If you've got a problem, Yo, I can I'll solve, solve it. it. Check out the mic while the, the DJ revolves it. Revolves it. Like yeah. yeah. I was I watching that's what you were launching Vanilla into. Ice. He was on the best of Top of the Pops 1990 a couple of Fridays yeah. ago. Was he in the studio? Nah. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, and he was rapping yeah. live as well. And I was just as angry two weeks ago as I was in 1990 when he came along because he was just fucking dog shit vanilla ice. Yeah. As I said, to, I said to my daughter, thing. I said to my daughter, see this first ever rap single to get a number one in the UK. White, Is that obviously. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. White man, obviously. What an awful indictment. And I was, um, I was going, actually, I think you find that six months before this, Public Enemy released Fight the Power, which is one of their finest works, and it, it rose no uh, higher than number 22 in the UK chart. Talking of um, Public Enemy, mm. their new album is oh, fucking dynamite, Isn't mate. it? Yeah. It's like the best album they've done in a long time. I have even bought the CD. That's how into have it you? I am. Of course yeah. you have. Fucking the, great this, album. The single, um, I can't remember what it's called, but the one they've got out at the moment, Ice Tea Raps on it, which yeah. is just like a mad cheese dream from your adolescence yeah. that Ice Tea has collaborated with yeah. Public Enemy, but it's really good. Beastie Boys really are on good. there, Cypress Hills on there, all the greats yeah. are oh, involved. They've not fucking held back. It's a it's a record well worth it's investing in. It's fucking great. It really is. Yeah, and they've redone Fight the Power as well. Yeah, for I didn't really like that. that. That for me was the the worst thing. Was it? <laughs> was Fight well, the because Pub- Fight the Power's like one of the best songs of all time. Yeah. So why have they done a new fucking version? Well, it's just annoying. New stuff to say in it in twenty twenty. Yeah, but they can do a different song. Different stuff going on. And it's that, like that- when they kept doing new versions of Feed the World. I kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, I was that, watching that. That was annoying. Top of the Pops was on. Top of the Pops 1990 was on on Friday night. Obviously, I was watching it. Mm. And Bandier 2 was number one in the charts, which was the second one that they did. And it had And was that Bross. all the Sock Aiken and Waterman yeah. people? And it had Bross on it. And it had uh, Kylie with Jason were in it. And Cliff Richard. And a few <laughs> of, but, Cliff Richard. But, 
Why is he? He was thinking, well, at last they didn't ask me to the last one. Exactly, yeah. Because he sure. was very yeah. big there. It was, there was no different in his fame yeah. to each other. There was no way Geldof and all the rest of them were having fucking Richard turn up. Because that was, I mean, Paul Weller was there at the fucking first one, wasn't he? Richard would have just been a fun sponge, wouldn't he? Handing out fucking Christian leaflets and stuff like that. And oh, just yeah. Down the Can vibe. you imagine him trying to have a chat with Marilyn? Yeah. It would have been a disaster. Well, well status quo handing the cocaine around. Yeah. <laughs> but and this fucking one. Fucking boy George. Hello, this, Richard. Richard, what? <laughs> I just, uh, I tried and failed. I tried and failed to just, uh, I'd never tried it before. I shouldn't have tried it live. You tried I was boy thinking, George. I reckon I can do a Boy George speaking yeah. voice impression, but failed, I couldn't. Failed miserably. But I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch some YouTube clip and have but a go at it later. That, that band did too. And the thing that struck me about it, um, first of all, the singing's a lot more kind of histrionic than it was on the first one. <laughs> and they're all, they're all fucking, they're all standing around laughing. And having Cunts. a nice time, which they kind of yeah. weren't in the first one. There was that element of gravitas because they knew what it was about, and you didn't see that. Solemn. You didn't see that many laughs in the original video, did you? They were all sort of furrowing oh, yeah. their brows and singing their lines. Oh yeah, Sonia. Yeah, it's very fucking funny that millions of people are dying yeah. of starvation. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great laugh. And I think it was Matt Goss from Bross who sang there. And tonight, thank God, it's them instead of you. He did the fucking Bono bit. Yeah. What And he was almost like, yeah, thank God it is them, cunts. Yeah. It's no, not but me. to be honest, it's a really good lyric, that, because I did think genuinely to myself, I am thanking God because I, I love my food. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I, I love get, it. I get second helpings usually. I'm a yeah, growing I leg. love. I mean, I like a bit of everything, really. I like KFC. Chinese. I like McDonald's. I, th- I don't like mushrooms. Nah. And when I have a McDonald's, I do take the gherkins out. Yeah. But other than that, I'll pretty much have anything. And I, lo- I like puddings from, as well. Yeah, I like. I've got a sweet tooth. My <laughs> mum always says he's got a sweet tooth. Uh, so it wouldn't work for me if I was Ethiopian. Nah, I couldn't go over there. I'm not even on a little <laughs> weekend break or anything. I'd, I'd need to know that, or maybe I'd take a packed lunch. I'd have to take something with me, but then I'd, I'd feel guilty, wouldn't I? Because I yeah. wouldn't want to be eating in front of them. So, so that is one of probably the most meaningful lyric I ever sung in a song was that, because it, it was so powerful. Even though I hadn't written it, I don't know who wrote it, but whoever, whoever wrote it, they must have been inside my nut, because okay. I do thank God for not being in Ethiopia. I think if I did go, I'd probably take Jaffa cakes, like lots of them, like, like, like maybe it's about hundred, because they can't have Jaffa cakes there. So I feel bad them. that I was having them, but they're not allowed to have them. So I'd say, "No, you can't have them." You know, it's not allowed. It's in your diet. It, it would be too, bad. It's like too you rich for you. It's too rich because their stomachs wouldn't be used to no. it. If you give them, it's like you can't give a baby Jaffa cake. No, exactly. And I, exactly. Believe they're me, like I babies. The yeah, they, have have, they have to have that special um, starvation porridge, don't they? Or you so, give them a mashed up banana. Yeah, I wouldn't take any bananas. I'd just take Jaffa cakes. But I, but, I, I ain't like got no I say, place to go. It's probably for the best all round that I just don't go there at all. Yeah. I'm better off here singing a song. Singing that lyric meant uh, the world to me. It was right up there with when I sung um, my, that bit, Rue mm. on um, Drop the Boy. <laughs> drop the boy, drop the boy. Rue I'm a man. Because that meant a lot to me because my mum was always 
like stop she was always calling me boy and uh, I was like mum come on now I've got pubes now you've got to start calling me a man <laughs> I'm fully pubic <laughs> what I'm fully pubic <laughs> that was what we were originally going to call ourselves fully, fully pubic, pubic. That, and then that was going to be the album name because it was going to be like a concept album all about me going from boy to man. And we, and we were going to call the group. Boy was just one of the songs. We were going to call the group Pubic, and then the album would be called Fully Pubic. So you know it was really all all about and us. But I'd written songs about all my coming of age moments <laughs> when I realised I was man. So coming first fully wank. pubic first. First time I did a spunk up. Because when I first did wanking, I didn't spunk up. But then I remember when I first spunked up, I was like, I'm a man now. Because I was just trying it the first time. It felt good, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to spunk up. It felt like it would be wrong. <laughs> but then when I did do it, I've never looked back since. And then I wrote another song about when I first got into seeing 18, <laughs> which was poltergeist too but I was fucking scary so I, I actually cried and had to leave quite early on in the film I did there's a song about my first fingering that's good that's right at the end that's that kind of like the climax of the album except in them days we called it frigging <laughs> <laughs> first time I frigged the girl off was at a party and I went straight home and wrote a song about it I washed my ads first called frig <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to get my best pen dirty. She definitely, she did. All she did. All over me. I don't know what you call it, but she did like a lady spunk up, where she made the noises and everything. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like it. It scared me. I cried then as well. It was a bit like Poltergeist. <laughs> it was like Poltergeist two all over again. I was crying, and Luke had to come and get me and give me a cuddle, and then took me home. And he shouted at the girl. He said, "What have you done to him?" <laughs> Look at him, he's scared. You made him. him cry. <laughs> I didn't know why I was crying. I just felt confused and scared and very cold. <laughs> uh, poor yeah. old Matt Goss. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so, anyway, I don't know how we got to that. But... Bandy had 1990. Um, I don't know either. Mm. I can't remember. Um, we haven't even done any life logistics yet. We said we're going we're gonna... to. Oh, yeah, it was just the, the vanilla rice thing at the beginning, wasn't it? Oh, you a I was really about good vanilla rice thing is if you... Uh, a really good vanilla rice thing is um, there was that there was that reality show called The Farm where that Rebecca Lou's wanked off a pig. Mm. And most people just remember that show for Rebecca Lou's wanking off, wanking a, pig, off a pig. Yeah. Which, to be honest, I think there was a lot of misogyny involved in that. <laughs> she wanked off a pig with a mm. dirty slag, right? And it's like, look, lads... She was on a fucking reality show, right? She'd already been slut-shamed by the media, yeah. right? For allegedly having an affair with Dave Beckham. If she did, you don't know what the nature of that affair was. Mm. You know, it takes two to fucking town go, who's the married one? But she got really slut-shamed. And then, to try and make some money, because she was no longer able to work as a nanny, right? Yeah. She's gone on the show. It's quite exploitative, those formats, especially to people who aren't used to being celebrities. And the producers have gone, right, let's get, let's, like, fucking, because there's just as many John Pig faces in the TV caper. It's just yeah. that they have, they went to posher schools usually, so they have nicer voices, <laughs> but they're just as cuntish. It's true. Yeah. The, you know, these TV producers who do things like reality TVs, they're just like John Pig face. <laughs> let's get her to, let's get that 
ghastly woman, who, who that ghastly slut, to 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 masturbate one of the pigs in the farm. That'll get us in the terrible working class newspapers the next day yeah. and boost our ratings, which in turn will get me a better job title. Right, and so they got to wank off a pig, and everyone remembers that. But the thing that I remember most is when iced tea, vanilla ice, sorry, yeah. vanilla ice was in there, and he started giving it fucking large portions to Stan Collymore. Right? Oh, right, yeah. Real gangster. And Stan Collymore is not a man to trifle with, <laughs> I don't think, right? But obviously, vanilla, not, yeah. vanilla ice had no, man, had no idea who Stan Collymore was. And he said something to him. He started like he started talking trash to Collymore, right? And giving it large, and bringing up something about how they'd had a they'd had a confrontation a couple of days from. And then I was like, "I know why you started on me then, because you knew I was sick. You knew I had a cold, and I couldn't handle myself. Oh, not not I was sick, Ill. as in rap speak. Yeah, yeah, it, as in like he claimed. He'd you know, Americans always been Ill. Americans really freak out about getting colds, don't they? Yeah, that's the thing in America. Like you get a cold here. I mean, you got a fucking got a cold. cold. Get yeah. on with it, mate. But over there, it's like, are you sick? Oh my god, I'm sick. I don't <laughs> want to get sick. You're not fucking sick. You got a cold, right? <laughs> They're fucking terrified of colds. <laughs> That's why they're handling and, COVID so well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they and and he. Uh, I just remember Collymore turning around to him and really casually, with the casual gait of a man you knew, was not trying to mm. act tough. Mm. He just was tough and was perfectly relaxed about having a physical confrontation he just turned to Vin and I he went fine mate what if you're feeling better now he said it really casual like do you want a cup of tea he goes if you're feeling better now I'll take you out the front and cave your skull in right there and then <laughs> cave your skull in <laughs> this was on a, a prime time channel 5 reality show <laughs> Stan Collymore casually threatened to cave in the skull of vanilla ice and the then the show carried on as if nothing had happened but that didn't get reported in the papers no. but I thought it was a wonderful TV moment that isn't mm. discussed enough and also why because did... vanilla ice of course shat himself because he might have not known who Stan Collymore was but you could see in Collymore's eyes that yeah. not only was he willing to do it he would relish doing yeah, it of course he would yeah of course he would mm. what, what, my question is why was it not one of the men who wanked off the pig well it's why was it mate. left to Rebecca Luce to have to do it to conform it. to, to conform to, to fucking gender stereotypes, that it's Listen, always the woman. A woman has enough. A woman in the employ. This is all allegations, by the way. I should add because it was never right. Uh, you know, I'm sure that the the Beckham still maintain that it was all made up by the press. There was no evidence, but the allegation was that she was in the employ of a, of a married couple, and she had a sexual affair with the man. Mm. Why is it if she was younger than that man, perhaps less worldly than that man, mm. right, was certainly, like, sort of subject to his authority in as much as he was paying her, Wasn't she right? Spanish as well? Yeah, well... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Listeners, I wish you could have seen Andy's face when he said that. He screwed his face right up like a high court judge leaning out of the bucket. And was she not Spanish also? As if things weren't hard enough for her. She was also a Spaniard. I'm just throwing so that in. So she had no hope. 
I'm just throwing <laughs> that in. There could have been cultural differences. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, because, of course, in Spain, a wank, you know, a wank off or something, it's just like normal to them. It doesn't carry the same cultural connotations. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. tell me. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is who knows what situation or six one half dozen the other. But the press, the tabloid press, would have got right. Les Petraeus a right slat. Mm. It can't have been Beckham. She would have seduced him, right? Mm. So she... She would have dressed absolute... like one of them Spanish dancers with the red dress with the yeah, white polka dots on. D- dirty Spanish slats. <laughs> the frilly uh, bits around the top. He tempted poor old Beckham, the dim-witted idiot, <laughs> right, into an extra amount of fame. You know what she would have done? She would have dressed herself up as posh to trick him. <laughs> And then had the room dimly lit, right, and done an impression. Like, oh, David, will you come in and make sweet love to me, please? Like in that right, episode then... of Faulty Towers when Sybil's left Basil and he gets Polly to dress up as Sybil. <laughs> It'd have been just like that. And if you have the lights all dim, of course, poor old David... He's not the sharpest tool in the box, is he? Right? He would have thought, here we go, just come in, Victoria. I'll just go and get me Johnny Rondoms to put on me winky and I'll be there right away. Uh, and the next thing, he's done it and then she's revealed bang, bang, bang. once it's too late. He's done his, once he's done his spunk up, she's switched on the lights. She's going, hey, surprise, English. It was me all along. Your wife, she out shopping for shoes. <laughs> now I've got to have your baby because I pricked the hole in the Johnny Rondom. <laughs> in your English Johnny Rondom so um, yeah so that's what happened and then <laughs> as if happened. that's not bad as if she hasn't been fucking treated badly enough yeah. by the British media like I say the poshos because I will tell you in television in the, the trashier the TV mm. weirdly the posher the people the, the producers are yeah it's really weird, right? Mm. But all of the most successful, like, trash TV, reality TV people in the in the um, British TV industry tend to all have gone to Oxford or Cambridge yeah. and private school. Mm. And I'm not even criticising that, but I just find it fascinating because these are the people who, who have made millions because they've created... Maybe that's it. They've created... They've used all that fancy education. They've been... Fucking studying God knows what at Oxford University, mm. right? And then they come out and they decide to put it all into, right, what I'm going to do with all this cleverness that I've built up okay. is I'm going to come up with a fucking great idea for a TV show that the slack-jawed scum, Vilify who the I scum. never would talk, who I would never talk to in the street, yeah. they'll fucking eat it all up. Yeah. And I will be made a multimillionaire because my format will be sold all around the world. Yeah. That's not a criticism, by the way, because fucking hell, I'd love to make up a format that got sold around the world and was oh, watched fuck, by yeah. and, and watched by the slack jawed masses, yeah. right? That's fine. <laughs> We've mentioned this but before. I just find, this is our dream, I'm, isn't it? Jalapeno. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. I find it interesting though, Andy, like the fact that these these people, these par- their parents send them off to these nice schools and then they go off to Oxford, Cambridge and then they come out and they go, right, I'm going to make TV. Oh, what, like Clever Clogs documentaries? No, nah, fuck that. That's a mugs game. You don't That's get any money work. for that. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do a fucking thing where you get women that have been like basically persecuted by the tabloid press. I will then offer them money and basically force them into wanking a pig off. <laughs> and then what will happen is everyone will talk about my television show because that's what I've made a woman do. <clears throat> and then I'll it, get paid right? more for the next one that I do. And and then as a result of that, they'll just get, they'll distribute the show. The format for the show will be sold in 22 different uh, territories around but, the world. The pig wanking will be an integral part of the format. Yeah, and I will just sit, I'll sit back and watch the fucking money roll in. Thank you very much, Oxford University. I'll get married, I'll have a couple of kids, send them off to university as well, public school, and probably s- boarding school, actually, because it keeps them out of your fucking hair, doesn't it? Then I don't have to deal with the cunts. And on and on and on it goes. What, what will be of paramount importance to me is to send my kids to a school where they have zero chance of ever encountering any of the sort of scum who watch my television programmes. <laughs> and I would consider that That's what's well amazing. <clears throat> well, I didn't That's see, what's amazing. Is I, that, I didn't see it, but there was a thing started on Channel 4 last night called The Bridge, and I just read mm. the uh, the description of it on, on the Sky EPG. It says, The Bridge, Series 1, Episode 1. 12 strangers, including Trisha Goddard's daughter and a plumber... <laughs> All right, I've seen enough. Series yeah. record. And Series link. Face an epic challenge to build an 850 foot bridge in 20 days in order to right. reach an island where a 100,000 pound prize awaits. How much That's would you pay someone really to build idea. an 850 foot bridge in 20 days? You'd pay them more than 100 grand, wouldn't you? Well, fucking mate, hell. Round my way, Hammersmith Bridge which I think I've mentioned before, has yeah. been completely shut, right? Because it's fucked. Mm. But this particular bridge, obviously there are m- many bridges along the River Thames through London, but a lot of them you get right next to each other. So, for instance, you know, that you in the centre of town near Westminster, you get Westminster, Albert, um, Lambeth Bridge, so all John, in a row. 
if if one of them fucking shuts down, it's fine. You just go, go up to the next bridge. Yeah. Hammersmith Bridge is the main fucking artery, right, into West London, right? And you're not even allowed to walk across it, right? And this is this is London in 2020. They're just like, oh, we can't, there's nothing we can do. It's already been shut for a year, right? What, uh, what, what's we, the we, motivation behind that then? There must be some kind of ulterior motive behind it. They what said they, they can't afford it. They say they can't afford it. And everyone's trying... So there's obviously there's two councils, one on either side of the bridge. They're both... I don't know what they're doing. They're both saying they can't afford it. But really, it should either be the London Mayor or really it should be the government because a bridge is an an essential part of a fucking... of of infrastructure in a city. It's having knock-on effects all over fucking London, right? Because obviously traffic gets directed in all different directions. Business... Some businesses are just fucked because without that bridge, they can't fucking... You know, go about. They can't deliver their peeled eggs, for I know example. This, this, this is. Let's face it. This is one of the wealthier areas of central mm. London, isn't it? Mm. Your your manor. They're yeah. waiting. They're waiting for you lot to do a crowdfunder for it. That's what they want. P- probably. Are. No, but do you know what? They'll have to wait a long time because a lot of the posh people who live in my area love it that it's shut because they feel that it's been cut off like a sanctuary and island from oh, those right, ghastly okay. trucks and vans oh, going right, so through they're it. Not, they're interested in getting they like again. the fact that there's no passing traffic. But presumably, I don't know, some of these people have got their own private boats that take them across <laughs> the river whenever they need to go to the <laughs> other side of the bridge. But, excitingly, this has been going on for ages, and I just couldn't believe it. I thought, not being funny, but this is the sort of shit that happens in third world countries, that a fucking really integral bridge just fucking busts, and the government mm. just go, oh, well, no bridge now. <laughs> you can't go to that side of the river anymore. Just but I need to, where like. my job is. Sorry. Just, just imagine a world with no bridge. Ah, get on with it. <laughs> but they are, I've read, they are now, I think, I don't know when it will start soon. They're fucking introducing a car ferry service. No, a foot ferry service. What? And so now there is going to be a ferry that goes back and forth across the River Thames every day, just next to the bridge, Fucking which is hell. quite exciting. Yeah, ferry. You know, I feel, I feel like working girl. You know, Melanie mm. Griffiths. She's always getting the boat home and stuff at the yeah, end. Well, I mean, of the day. we've got a ferry up here. We've got the Shields ferry that goes between North Shields and South Shields. That's exciting. And is that across the width of a river or along a it's river? It's across the width. Yeah, the that's what yeah. we're going to have. Yeah, Bloody ferry. brilliant. Yeah. How often oh, well. do you use that? I'll never use it. I've been on it once oh. years and years ago, but it's not, it's not on my route. I don't have a route at the minute. I'm fucking shut in. Mm. I'm only going to supermarkets and takeaways and that's it. But um, I did a 13-mile round trip to buy a pie last week. Does that oh, seem yeah. extraordinary to you? Yes. It's a really good but pie, though. I like it. Really good yeah. pie. Yeah. <laughs> Where's it from? Uh, from Seam, from a place called Angus's Deli in Church Street in Seam, and they do the best. Where's Seam? Is that in the northeast Seam, or somewhere yeah, it's else? The, it's the northeast. It's a coastal town. It's just a little bit further south down the coast from from Sunderland. And they hand make these pies they there. They hand make the pies. They do sort of sandwiches as well and curry. You can buy hot food and you can buy the sausage rolls, uh, all sorts oh, of beer goods. Oh fucking hell! It's pie heaven. Pie heaven. It was well worth it. I'll be doing it again this week, I think. <sighs> that's anyway. a good, it's a good reason to get out, isn't it? It is. On so that's, that's the bridge. I mean, maybe Channel 4 could get um, Trisha Goddard's daughter and a plumber to rebuild Hammersmith Bridge. I don't know. It's a shame that we've suspended Humans of Honour. I wouldn't mind getting Trisha Goddard's daughter on that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be back, I reckon, Humans of Honour. 
at some point. Once the right candidates arise, yeah. yeah once we, we have got possible. some people lined up, but we mm. need to get certain logistics in place. We need to kind of sit down in the same room as them, I think, to do it properly. But yeah, um, true. anyway, never mind about that. Uh, should we do some life logistics? We've had some stuff coming in. We ought to. We've yeah, we ought to. 10 minutes left. Um, this is yeah. um, Max Balfour. Uh, this is the fellow who was in touch with us recently, asking whether he should do his house up first before he sells it. Mm. And do, do the work in the garden that needs doing, etc., etc., and buy a new oven. We said, no, fuck that. He's back again. He says, me again, Andy and Hotshot. Uh, Utilising your new nickname there. Yeah. Uh, Glad to see it's taking off. It is, yeah. Uh, gone viral. He says, getting a new property mm. soon, hopefully. So the house sale must have worked out. Um, he says, need a new washer and fridge. Do I go flash gadgets or workhorse brands? Life logistics. I don't know what a workhorse brand would be. Um, you get At the end of the day, you get what you pay for, don't you? Yeah. There's nothing more important than the heavily used items within your rig, mm. right? The, like we've said it before, I always say, you know, do not skimp. Like the, the most expensive thing in your house should be your mattress and pillow yeah. and possibly duvet, yeah. right? But ditto, if you've got, if you're talking about a fridge, you don't use anything more than the fridge. You wouldn't think, you know, you might go and think, well, I'm going to buy some fucking really good headphones or a really good laptop or something because that feels sexier. But you're, is, is there anything sexier than a fridge? I don't probably think so. not. I don't think so. Probably not. When you think about and, that scene or, in nine and a half mm, weeks, that's probably the yeah. sexiest thing ever and that's fridge related, isn't it? Well, the, Exactly, and also you always get a little buzz yeah. out of opening the fridge, don't you? And you yeah. must do it several times a yeah. day. Oh, what's inside here now? Oh. You know what's in because you've put it in, but you know it's a, might it's be a treasure chest. Yeah, it is. It's a treasure chest, it right? Is. And you're using it all the time. You cannot afford for a fridge to go wrong. You also want a fridge that has got plenty of space in it. No mm-hmm. one wants an overcrowded fridge. Get the best fridge that you can afford. It's yeah. like Jamie Oliver always says in his recipes. He goes, the best, he'll say, for instance, he doesn't want to alienate people. We go, you have to get these particular organic sausages. right? You have to get them. If not, the recipe won't work. He doesn't say that. What he says is, get the best sausages you can afford. Right? Mm-hmm. And I say the same about these household goods. It's like, if you feel you can stretch to get in a good fucking fridge... Right, and I don't want to go into brands. I can't even remember. I think mine's a Samsung, right? Yeah. Which, um, but the, <clears throat> you know, get a good brand. Go to John Lewis, and even if you don't want to buy it off John Lewis, go and engage someone in John Lewis in conversation, one of their shop assistants about fridges. Find out what the best fridge is. Yeah. Then fuck off and go. Yeah, I might be back to buy that, mate. Anyway, thanks for your help. Bye. And they'll right, go. Yeah, then, you can. I fucking know can. you won't. Get on your phone, Google the exact fucking fridge he's told you to get, yeah. find it for cheaper elsewhere. Bang, that's your fridge right there, mate. You've got to treat these appliances like they're part of your family. The mattress, Absolutely. the pillows, the fridge, the washing mm. machine, you've got to treat them like they're part of your family and not just strange visitors because they, they literally no. are. In some cases, they're more important than your children. You're using so, them more than your children. Yeah, exactly. So don't skimp. But don't worry about flash gadgets. Don't worry about them having a fucking ice dispenser or a water cold water dispenser or anything like that. Mm. 
you probably won't use that sort of thing. And then you've got to fill the fucking tank up with the water and <clears throat> fuck that. I did quite I did quite a lot of um, fridge research, I've just remembered a while ago, because um, we were doing this quiz, a family quiz, um, and we all had to choose a different topic, like, in the family. And mm. I chose, I can't remember why, fridges. And right. I did four questions on fridges. And, oh, in fact, I've just found it. I did it as a little document. I've just found it. Right. Okay. Um, oh, well, shall I ask you, do you fancy a quick fridge yeah, question? Why not? Yeah. Okay. When was the first fridge in? When was the fridge invented? I've got options here. Do you want to hear them? 1862, Sir John Fridge. Well, I know that's what you'd think, but in fact, oh, fucking hell. I haven't got the answers here. <laughs> I've only got the questions. But Scroll what I will down, say. Upside down. Yeah. The um, I what I did was I did the world's most expensive fridge. I googled that. Yeah. And then I found an article from the Daily Mail from a few years ago. Yeah. And it's called, uh, it's Italian, obviously, and it's called Meneghini la Combusa, mm. right? And I simply did a multiple choice. How much does this fridge cost? I've got right. a, I've got a picture of it and all, and it is worth googling. I've right. tried to remember to put a picture. I'm not sure this is it. working. <clears throat> I'm not sure this is working as a podcast. What the, this this bit you're doing now? Okay, it seems very visual. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, there's a fridge out there that costs twenty grand. Okay, right. Can you can you get inside it? Is it big enough to get it's, inside? If you Do look you at it, it opens out and out and out. Wow. And it's, it just opens out forever. It's like <laughs> Narnia. It's like the wardrobe Narnia. I'll right? take it. Anyway, it's let's move on. sensational. Let's move on. We've got yeah. another one here. Paul Clifford says, should you boil or microwave hot dogs? And does it matter? Um, fucking, I don't know. Um, microwave seems to work fine for me, I think. If it's just a standard thin hot dog. Yeah, I don't. I don't eat them. Um, I would get. Yeah, I mean, frankfurters. Is it? They do do them. Yeah, Yeah. my daughters had them, and they're a real hassle. Actually, you got a microwave to defrost them and then boil them in the bag, and it's like, yeah, we do this the other way. Ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah. took for fucking ages. Yeah, Uh, whatever, Paul. Just uh, microwave will do. And then he says, as for onions for hot dogs, excuse me, uh, specifically boiled or fried. Um. I've, I've never, never had, boiled an onion in I my life. I don't have onions on hot dogs. So... I, nor do I. But if I did, I'd fry them. Just because, to me, the idea of boiling an onion is alien. Yeah. Just nev- never something well, I've ever you done. Might, you might as well boil an alien, almost. Like, what is the point of boiling an onion? It just seems absurd. Yeah. Okay. So, very simple answer to that right. question. There's another one hot here. Dog Do- man. Dr. Bobbitt says, quick one, should I splash out on decent oven mitts or stick with a folded tea towel? Oh, fucking get, get some oven mitts. Get some oven mitts. Fucking I've talked hell. about oven mitts before. It's another John Lewis situation where I went into John Lewis and I went, what's the best oven mitt yeah. available to man? To me, and Sam Delaney. Me a, a, a long, to, to me, Britain's best journalist, Sam Delaney, <laughs> who, who has delicate hands that cannot withstand much heat at all, mm. if I'm honest. <laughs> as a result of me never having to earn a living from doing any physical labouring. <laughs> These are gentle my journalist hands, hands. My hands are very soft, right? So I need something very robust to protect yeah. them from heat, 
when I'm cooking my souffles. And that. And, uh, and uh, he, 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 yeah, I mean, I've got two oven mitts that are made of fucking, like, some sort of NASA silicone. And I've had them for years and the, they're the amazing. The question is, do you get the oven mitts that are joined together or do you get individual mitts? No, I've got two individual ones that yeah. were sold separately because right. I just realised... There was no... He said, these are the best mitts. Mm. And he showed me these very good mitts. He said, but if you want to take it next level... And I was like, let me stop you there. I can tell you now, yes, I do want to take them next level. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And he goes, well, in in that case, he goes, these are like individual mitts that are made of this fucking NASA material. Right, You could touch the sun in them and it wouldn't even fucking... You wouldn't feel it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And... uh, and he goes, but if, you know, lots of us just have one, one hand for when they're pulling one thing out, one hand, yeah. he goes, but if you had two, if you had two, imagine the possibilities that could open up to you in your life. And I'm like, you're fucking right. Anything the is possible. The mind boggles. The mind fucking boggles. Yeah, so you bought two. And like, you know, when I'm, if I've got a large turkey at Christmas, because mm. I'll still cook a turkey at Christmas, even though I'm vegetarian now, like I will pick the whole turkey up in two hands and turn it round. So I'm not fucking around with tongs or anything like that. You're picking up I the wash turkey? These, yeah, pick it up. With 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 the gloved, the mitted hands? With with, with my mitted hands, <clears throat> But then you've yeah. got to wash the mitted hands, or you've got to wash the mitts. Yeah, but they're made of silicone, so you can wash them <clears throat> like really wipe well. wipe them clean, sort of thing. You can wipe them clean. They're, right. they're like, it's not fabric, it's silicone. So you can make sure they're really clean, and then rather than fuck around with, like, tongs or mm. whatever, trying to fucking manipulate the bird around in the in the pan mm. you know like turn it over or whatever mm. I just pick the old cunt up and put it wherever I go. want get over there you cunt I pick it up by the thighs yeah. and then I let it slowly the body yeah. slowly fall off of the thighs into the pan and right. then I've got two thighs one in each fucking hand eat that cunts <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> so that is why you should get I'm going to get some of them for Christmas yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link later. Nice one. Cheers. Put it on the Twitter as well. I reckon that's yeah. it. I think we've solved enough problems there. Definitely. And had a bit of fun at the same time. All mm. right. Uh, keep your logistics problems coming in. Ask us anything. Do you know what I mean? We're not. It doesn't have to be. I have a problem. Don't give a shit. Just ask us anything you're curious about, and we'll we'll you know make your life better. All I would say: send us what you want, but please. I will appeal to you now. Please stop sending us Biscoff-related content. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Fucking we've hell. had it up to here. Yeah. Biscoff's was something that I talked about. I, I discovered Biscoff's belatedly last February. I remember mm. when it was. And for a while, I was taken by Biscoff's. And I, I still eat a Biscoff yeah, if of one's offered. Mm. But that's enough now. Yeah. Every yeah. day we get sent Biscoff content. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Biscoff's... Biscoff have diversified into a lot of different foodstuffs now. We get it. If anything, it's I getting can, tedious. Biscoff have I, fucking overdone it now. They've jumped the shot. Exactly. They're showing off and you're sending us stuff. And I can tell you now, just trust me, whatever new Biscoff product you discover, me and Andy have seen it already a minimum of 10 times. Yeah. Because everyone sends us Biscoff stuff. So enough with the Biscoff. But other than that, send us what you want, mate. Yeah. Apart from that, yeah. That's it then. All right. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.